When it comes to weight management, we tend to focus on what we eat, but Noom's approach puts the focus on why we eat. That's a game changer. Noom uses science and personalization to help you manage your weight for the long term. Their psychology-based approach helps build better habits and behaviors that are easier to maintain. The best part? You decide how Noom fits into your life, not the other way around. Sign up for your trial today at Noom.com. That's N-O-O-M.com to sign up today. What is happening? Welcome to the Plus Pitch Podcast, your morning pitching podcast from PitchOS.com. My name is Nick Pollock. Happy Friday. And yes, we are going to talk about baseball. Taj Bradley, five innings, two hundred runs, three hits, two walks, four Ks. He was my lead yesterday. We only had about six games. He looked good. It wasn't incredible. We're going to watch it uh, for YouTube. All five innings. I watched it yesterday, but we're going to watch it again. Um, so go check that out if you want a little bit more on Taj Bradley. But overall... I think his fastball is a good pitch. I don't think he has the top-notch command we want him to have quite yet. But over time, that should happen. Now, Jays and Dodgers are up next. I feel like those are very dangerous starts. Those are very wide in their uh, outcomes, where he could be really good with his stuff and doesn't matter, or he can make a lot of mistakes, make uh, throw a lot of waste pitches, and get quickly behind in these games. I would not be shocked if Taj Bradley fails to go five innings against the Jays, for example. So be careful. I'm going to say it's a questionable start for the Jays moving forward, and then Dodgers probably the same, especially if that is validated with the Jays. Yuri Perez, though, against the Nationals, did exactly what he was supposed to do. Got you the win. Five innings, only 78 pitches as he does stretch out a little bit. One run, three hits, one walk, six Ks. This was a game where he was able to get a lot of CSW, 31% CSW, only six whiffs. There were a fair amount of, or fair number of, of waste pitches here too. We see this a lot from young guys where they're not just quite precise and locked in with their mechanics. He gets cores next, and I honestly wouldn't do that just because I don't think the Marlins want to push him a ton. He might struggle a little bit more, um, but he could do really well there. Who knows? I'm really excited about Yuri Perez for the rest of the year, more so than I am than Taj Bradley. Logan Allen also is underneath, I think, all three, uh, or the other two there. Um, against the White Sox, he did really well, though. 5.2 innings of one earned run. One walk in five Ks, but seven hits. He got singled out here, so he got a bit of a dusty donut. The fastball slider approach works. Uh, the changeup also gets in there, so it does the, the curveball. It's all good, but it's not really stellar. If the slider does take another step, that's a really fun thing. But, uh, but yeah, I think the fastball is a good but not great pitch. It's a good command pitch, that's all. Nestor Cortez against the Jays, six innings, two earned runs, five hits, one walk, six Ks, got the win. And if you know me covering Nestor Cortez, the main thing I've been looking for is Nestor Cortez to have his slider back. It's been this low strike pitch this entire season, and the fastball and cutter have pretty much looked the same. It's just waiting for that slider to really help amplify them. And what do you know? It returned 43% CSW with 86% strikes. Oh, that's so huge. Nestor needed that slider. And yeah, that helped him set up the cutter and force mirror, which did not have the most stellar CSW marks, but it was able to execute, right? And th- this is what it means to have a full approach, a full arsenal. Now, the Orioles and Mariners are up next. I'm all in. I mean, I, maybe I am banking too much of one outing of that slider returning, but we haven't really seen this yet. And this is this is much, much better. Taylor McGill was my last rated guy, but because there was only 12 of them and I had no faith with McGill against the Rays, and he came through. Six innings, two and runs, four hits, one walk, and four Ks gained the gold star, of course, but just 23% CSW 
on that slider. It's slower now, 83, not the harder 87, 88 that we saw last season. I generally prefer those harder ones, unless it's like Logan Webb. And generally when you throw it softer, you do get more whiffs because it's more loopy. But just three whiffs, so no. And if you're able to still get move, like when you go to 87, 88, sometimes it turns into more of a cutter. And that means is you're really dramatically reducing vertical drop or movement. And then you're really not going to get those big swings and misses. Sometimes you do, though, if you're able to maintain a, enough movement. I think Miguel honestly had enough movement on that slider to make that work last year. But now he reduced it in velocity and it's three whiffs. I mean, is that really that much better? He does locate it a little bit better now, so fine. But yeah, I'm not really in on Tyler McGill. Adam Wainwright against the Dodgers. 5.2 innings, two earned runs, five hits, three walks, one strikeout. How am I supposed to butter my bread with this? He survived against the Dodgers. You know, good job, Adam Wainwright. Keep in mind, it was three other earned unearned runs, so five total runs. This was an absolute slugfest of a game. 18 to, sorry, 16 to 8. Absolutely ridiculous. Um, Jose Brios. Oh, you don't want Adam Wainwright. Jose Brios against the Yankees. As good as you could possibly hope for. 6.2 innings, 300 runs, 6 hits, 1 walk, and 8 strikeouts. That's really nice from the great undulator. Honestly, what's crazy is when I've seen Brios have the most success, I mean, it's generally two things. It's one, the curveball being as great as it could be, and two, the fastballs living inside the zone and not getting destroyed. We saw more of the, of the latter... The curve was his fourth most thrown pitch, and his four-seamer sinkers and changeups were thrown more than Brios's cutter or curveball, which is wild. Like you just don't see that. Uh, he gets the Rays and Twins and Mets, and there's just no way that we're going after Brios. There are other pitchers to talk about from yesterday: Dylan Cease and Tyler Wells, and what happened to Julio Urias. And of course, we're going to go over today and tomorrow's streamers, and we're talk about all of those after this break. Fads come and go and nowhere more than in the world of weight loss. That's why Noom has created weight management programs that are made to last. Noom uses science and personalization so you can manage your weight for the long term. Their psychology-based approach helps you build better habits and behaviors that are easier to maintain. And they help you understand the science behind your eating choices and why you have those cravings. Noom's personalized courses are easy to follow, and will help grow your confidence with tools you can put into practice on day one. The best part? You decide how Noom fits into your life, not the other way around. And based on a sample of 4,272 Noomers, 98% say Noom helps change their habits and behaviors for good. So stop chasing health trends and join the millions who have lost weight with Noom. Sign up for your trial today at Noom.com. That's N-O-O-M dot com to sign up for your trial today. Dylan Cease was fine. 6.1 innings, 300 runs, 5 hits, 1 walk, 3 Ks. You want more than this against the Cleveland Guardians from Cease, though. 3 strikeouts and kind of a bad ERA. The fastball and curve combined, combined for just 1 out of 49 whiffs. What? A 2% swing strike rate on 50 fastballs and curves. That's insane. So, I mean, he gets the Guardians and Tigers twice, so he should be much better than this. But Cease, come on, like, I, I've i been a major detractor of Cease because of these two pitches, but I'm frustrated. I, I It's not out of, um, you know, I, it's not out of lack of faith. Like, I feel that 
these should be better, but I'm just acknowledging that they aren't. You know what I mean? I want them. It's not a lack of desire, I should say. So, get it together, Cease. Trevor Williams against the Marlins was our stream pick of the day, and it worked. Six innings, three earned runs. will take a poor quality start uh, with a one whip and five Ks. Now, it's the Padres and Dodgers, so we're not doing that. Tyler Wells. Am I underrating Tyler Wells? Because you earned a golden goal here, 19 whiffs and 32% CSW. It's hard to get a King Cole with 32% CSW, but it was one of those days where we only had 12 pitchers and no one was really exceptional. Um, five innings, 300 runs, six hits, one walk, seven Ks. You're in 18 whiffs against the Pirates and 19 against the Angels. I really did not expect him to replicate that. He did a really good job of locating the four-seamer. It still has a high hard hit rate, but it's not in a super, super hittable spot. So that's good. Cutter, change, slider, and curve are the kitchen sink pitches you want them to be. So what I mean by that is it's kind of like Chris Bassett where he's utilizing this variety effectively. So I think I'm underrating Tyler Wells a little bit, especially considering that he plays for the Orioles, which is a good thing considering their home park, and they are winning more games than we expected them to. So good stuff here from Tyler Wells. He's like a Toby still. I don't really think that the 7Ks are very real, but solid stuff. Tyler Anderson was on the other side. We didn't really know who was going to perform better, and what do you know, both went five innings and three and runs. Six hits, two walks, a slightly worse whip, and only two strikeouts because the changeup wasn't down. The change up, uh, Tyler, just get that dang thing down. That's everything. You need the change up to be down. And then there's Julio Urias. Had a one night bland here. Uh, three innings, six earned runs, six hits, two walks, one K. How am I supposed to butter my bread with this? I was hoping he was getting back to the Aces going to Ace label and he failed against the Cardinals. I know the Cardinals are very hot right now. Um, it, I, I can't really say much. I mean, 92.5 on the fastball isn't good. Obviously, we want that at 94. It's just one of those days, and uh, you just got to hope for better from Urias. Don't do anything rash here. All right, looking forward to today and tomorrow's games. Uh, we in the auto start tier. It's Shane McClanahan versus Zach Gallen. Not versus, but they're both going, and I'm very excited by both. Joe Ryan and Sandy Alcantara are also there. Auto starts across the board, and the probable start tier, Bryce Miller, is getting, the, is getting Atlanta a little rougher there. Same with Marcus Stroman against the Phils. Anthony Descafani should bounce back against the Marlins. James Paxton against the Padres. That's a fun one. That's our stream pick of the day. I really look forward to those fastballs in the zone and performing as well as they did last time. Reed Detmers against the Twins. Blake Snell against the Red Sox. Martin Perez against the Rocky Road. And Tony Gonsolin against the Cardinals. I might consider putting Gonsolin in the questionable start here just because of how good the Cardinals have been. Maybe even swapping him with Bryce Elder, who's in the start of the questionable start here. As he goes against the Marlins. Sorry, the Mariners. I don't really love Bryce Elder. I think he's overperforming. But I understand that some of you are just going to start Bryce Elder. Brandon Bilak against the Athletics. Maybe uh, Zach Greinke against the White Sox. And Cal Quantrill against the Mets. These are all Tobies. Ugh. Uh, Yoan Aviedo, Yusei Kikuchi, and Michael Kopech are all cherry bombs. So, do what you want. Uh, I don't really want to start any of this. And they do not start here. Carlos Carrasco is still ill against the Guardians. Matthew Boyd isn't getting slider whiffs. I don't care that he's against the Nationals. Kyle Gibson against the Jays. No way. Uh, Jake Irvin against Detroit. It's Jake Irvin. Clark Schmidt is in Cincinnati. Ugh. Uh, Ken Waldachuk is going to walk everybody against the Astros. Ranger Suarez against the Cubs, and he hasn't looked good yet. Adrian Hauser against the Rays. These are all terrible. Steven Matz against the Dodgers. Ben Lively against uh, the Yankees. And Carl Kaufman against the Rockies. Sorry, for the Rockies against... The Rangers sees a prospect that you should not care about. 
Uh, looking forward to tomorrow's games. You have Max Scherzer, Logan Webb, Aaron Nola, Mitch Keller, Chris Sale, Joe Musgrove, John Gray, Charlie Morton, Logan Gilbert, and Lucas Giolito all in that auto start tier. So that's 10 guys in that auto start tier. I think they all are plays that you're going to make. Yes, Mitch Keller against the Arizona Diamondbacks is fourth here because he's looking so good. Chris Sale against the Padres. I'm going for it. Um, Musgrove, you might want to have some hesitation because he didn't do well last time. I think he's too good to sit against the Red Sox. John Gray's against Rocky Road. Charlie Morton had 20 whiffs on his curve against the Mariners. Logan Gilbert is hovering at 30% K rate because of that splitter. As he gets Atlanta, I think you're going to do it. And Lucas Giolito was a bit disappointing last time. I don't know how heavily to rank the Royals heating up recently. Yeah, I don't really want to care about it. So Lucas Giolito, if you have him, I'm going to start him against the Royals. Probable start two. You probably could put Hunter Ground in that top tier if you wanted to. I'm a little worried that the secondaries aren't missing as many bats as I want them to. And the four-seamer is a super cold strike pitch. But yeah, I mean, you're going to start Hunter Brown. Uh, Zach Eflin in, no, sorry, in Tampa Bay against the Brewers also could be considered an auto start because that is a very nice opportunity against a weak team. Um, Tanner Bybee is a little more difficult against the Mets, so I probably would put Hunter Brown and Zach Eflin in that top tier. Uh, Tanner Bybee, I do like. It's against the Mets, so there's a little bit more contention there. Patrick Sandoval against the Twins should be fine. I don't love it, but I think if you have him, you're going to do it. Braxton Gary's our stream pick of the day against the Giants. The cutter has been introduced and looks really good. And forget that one start against Atlanta. Louis Varland is a good strikeout play against the Angels. And Brandon Fought is not as bad as you think he is against the Pirates. Questionable start too. You have JP Sears against the Astros. Lots of whiffs lately, but it's the Astros. I don't know how that's going to go. Miles Michaelis could make it work against the Dodgers, but I really don't want to do it. And then do not start here. Cal Freeland, I know how good he has been. He goes against Texas. It's like, I don't want to do that, but I get it. Luke Weaver against the Yankees. These are do not starts. New cutter, maybe that's good enough. Johnny Brito could go five innings and get a win in Cincinnati. Hate it. Nova Syndergaard, how many innings is going to go? And the Cardinals are super hot. Jameson Tyon, how many innings is going to go? And the Phillies are good. Alec Manoa versus Grayson Rodriguez. That just seems like fireworks. Uh, Eric Lauer, Patrick Corbin, Jordan Lyles, and Alex Vallejo close it out. No way to all of those. All right, that is it for today. Go check out our YouTube channel. I'm serious. I'm having so much fun watching these games. I break down every pitch, and I tell you what I'm thinking and what they're thinking, and it gives you the best idea of every pitcher that I cover. I, I I cannot express this enough. I learn things even watching it again. And if you want to be a better fantasy player... You should be watching these games and having this eye because it really does shape how you how you quantify these players and what they can and can't do. Uh, so go watch that at youtube.com slash pitcherless. Watch me break down all of these pitchers. But that is it for today. Good luck this weekend. My name is Nick Pollock, and may your babips be low and your strikeouts high.